hi guys, it's uh, Vicky. This is Zone 7. I'm here with Libby Walker. So you're an actor, mm -hmm. director yeah. and producer. Yeah. That's a lot that you've got going on. It is a lot, but I think it's just because, you know, the way the industry is at the minute and the way it's working and there's more independent filmmakers and people are starting to see the benefits of making your own work instead yeah. of, you know, just waiting for the work to come to you. Yeah. And so acting came first. Yeah. And then to facilitate that, you almost branched into other things. But is that still at the core of what you like to do? Or have you found that you prefer, for example, directing or producing? Um, I'd say acting's still very much like at the core of yeah. what I want to do. And it's just like such a beautiful um, you know, way of life because you, you connect into people all the time and you have to make an authentic connection, which is like, you know, kind of goes on my life path at the minute. Yeah. Um, but then I kind of fell into producing through my acting course. Yeah. So I did a master's at the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama. And um, the acting for screen course is headed up by an amazing woman called Amanda Brennan. Um, and she's a producer, she's a coach, um, she's private tuition, but she's also the head of Acting for Screen at Central. And our final project was, she just throws you in the deep end, she's like, guys, you're going to have to start making your own work. It's not enough just to be an actor, yeah. you know, you've got to bring more skills to the table. Yeah. And, you know, it was such a big learning curve. Yeah. She just threw us in. She was like, you've got to obviously act in it. You're going to be assessed on your acting, but you also will be assessed on your role as part of the production team. So you could choose your role. It could be um, like a producer, director, writer, um, production design. Mm -hmm. It's one of the key factors of, of bringing a film to life. Um, and then obviously it was one of those uni yeah. Group project. Um, <laughs> the bane of everyone. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah. But I can see the good and the bad in it. Like, obviously, it's a way of working. Like, you're going to just have to get used to picking up a slack for people who don't necessarily pull their own weight or, you know, you'll always have the one person who's incredibly intense. Yeah. <laughs> which, in our case, is probably me <laughs> or my director, Dominic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's how I got into in producing. That's real life as well though, isn't it? Like there's always gonna be someone trying to slack, um, someone who has a really different vision to you that you've got to try and balance that. Um, and I think you find with a lot of actors nowadays that they're kind of sailing through the different roles to get a movie made or to get a project made. Do you ever find, for example, you're in the acting seat, you're an actor in a movie, but for example, because you've been directing or because you've been producing, you disagree with how other people on the project are doing their role and you're like, mm, I could have done that differently. Um, I think it's more about, you know, it's not your vision. Yeah. So whatever role you're in at that time, if it's the actor, you know, then you are kind of, you have your artistic um, credibility yeah. um, and input, but then you're kind of like subservient to the overall view of the project. Yeah. And that is why it is really good. And you find actors fitting into different roles because then you see you're just a tiny, tiny part of of a bigger 
you know, production. Yeah. Whatever you do, you know, it's going to change whether that's how the director then, you know, asks you to mould yourself or yeah. in the edit. They can change things completely in the edit. Yeah. The entire storylines and plots can be changed in the edit. So I think it's just like sitting down, relaxing, learning to collaborate with people and there are directors that will ask for your input and yeah. that is that's quite nice but it's just different people's way of working I think yeah and do you find that there's projects that you'll take because of the team so I think there's lots of uh, especially big movies where you see the same two people put together because their chemistry or the same director always having like Wes Anderson always puts Aidan Brody in all his movies for example do you find that you have people that you'll almost join a project because they're already signed on or is it almost like I, I pick a project for the script kind of thing? Yeah, 100%. I think it's kind of like different folks with different strokes. Like if you are in a position where you can make your own production team, then you're obviously going to gravitate to people that you've worked with before who you find are easy working or you'll look for somebody to collaborate with who, you know, you really appreciate or admire their work and want to get them on board. Um. And then from the actor's point of view and production point of view, yeah, you'd look at a script. Like there's um, a guy I'm working with at the moment who is a director and he actually approached me on Instagram. Yeah. And we sat down and he was like, you know, I'm, I'm looking to um, collab with more producers and I saw some of your work and it looks really interesting. These are some stories that I've, I've written and I was like, right, okay, but which story are you passionate about? Yeah. And he had, three months prior, just had a stroke. Mm -hmm. So he was very nervous about this story and he'd written a story about his experience as a stroke survivor mm -hmm. at such a young age. Yeah. And I automatically was like, yeah, I yeah. want to do it. Like, this is the project that I want to be involved with. Yeah, it always feels more genuine when the people behind the story writing it producing it consulting on it have had that real life experience and it's not necessary to get a project done but you can definitely feel when it's personal to at least one of the big players on the project because there's so much truth and vulnerability that you get from telling your own experience that you can't from just observing someone else's you said you directed a short movie recently. Can you speak to what that was about? So it was uh, another short film. Yeah. And it was kind of along the same lines. This one I fell into again because it was, um, again, part of the Masters at Central. And the guy, uh, Juan, he was in the year below me. Mm -hmm. So when we graduated he was like in the next intake and um, unfortunately some of his class didn't want to do the movie making project but he was so passionate about it. he was like I'm at drama school I want to make a movie I want that learning experience yeah but I haven't got anyone to work with so I kind of said Juan listen I'm gonna work with you we're gonna <laughs> make the best yeah film yeah. you've ever seen but then again that was like sitting down with him because he wanted to write I was like okay so I'm going to produce it but then you'd also need a director and I was like well 
Okay, I'm going for directly <laughs> as well then, which yeah. actually is a good thing because, and a lot of producers will say this, Direct has to get all the credit, man. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I want my name on stuff. It'll be like, you know, everybody's collabed with this project and you'll get the award and it'll say like directed by and it'll have the director's name. And you're like, yeah. I want my award. So I said, right, good, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Um, and again, that was like an amazing experience for me because, you know, I had to kind of guide Juan to find his authenticity and to find the story that he wanted to tell and actually that takes a lot of soul searching because yeah. the stories that I like to give time to and boost up are st stories that are necessarily like untold stories mm -hmm. or from different cultures yeah. or different backgrounds like I'm really passionate about diversifying yeah. what we see and like educating people um, and Juan was really brave in, he came up with a story, partly from his experiences, but it was based on toxic masculinity. Yeah. But also two of the lead characters are um, exploring their sexuality yeah. within that realm, which yeah. can be incredibly exposing, especially for people from backgrounds that aren't as um, accepting as yeah, as the Western yeah. world or the yeah. UK. Um, he's from Latin America, and that's it's a completely different ballgame when it comes to um, LGBT. Yeah, yeah. Would you ever go into writing at all, or do you think that's something that's not for you, or maybe further down the line, kind of thing? I think maybe further down the line. Yeah. Because definitely, as a female as well, I think it's incredibly important that women's stories. Mm. are being told yeah um because looking at the industry now even though we've had uh, certain production companies arise like you know hello sunshine which is reese witherspoon's company that's focused on women's stories from writing production like all the way through yeah. there's still not enough on the face of it yes we get more female characters but if you look into it deeper you'll find it's directed by a man or it's been written by a man yeah and yeah that's fine but is that an authentic portrayal of a woman's view of of the world or yeah. you know is that character truly three-dimensional and is that character how a woman would have portrayed the situation yeah. for herself and also with big movies like reese with the spoons production company will be making movies need to have a big budget so they need to make more money and so when you do that I think sometimes we almost risk making characters a bit 2D so that more people can relate to them so that more money can be made because at the end of the day if you're targeting a very small audience mm. um, less people are going to come watch so less money is going to be made is that ever a consideration in the projects that you work on how do we portray this authentically but also how can we get people that have nothing in common with this character yeah. connect to their story um from the money perspective i think the uprising came from you know women in hollywood being sick to death of being given these two-dimensional boring female characters that were written entirely through the male gaze that were there yeah. to either 
boost a male's um, storyline or to act as, you know, the love interest or to give the male viewer something sexually to look at, whether that was subconsciously or deliberately done. Yeah. And so now people like Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, they've got enough money to make their own projects that they don't care about yeah. making money. They want to give voice to women and their stories yeah. um, like on a wider scale and also be able to play characters that they're passionate about playing. And I think that comes with being serious about your craft and not just in it for fame yeah. and fortune. Yeah. Um, so then going back to the projects that I'm involved with, Again, because we're on the indie spectrum, I think yeah. you get a lot more kudos if you do something that's daring or that's giving voice to the voiceless. Yeah. Um, and for me as a producer as well, it is crucially important that it is authentic. And I think something can only really be authentic if it's true and it's not being fabricated or tampered with mm -hmm. to take into respect how the audience are going to receive it. Yeah. I think the magic of film and what people bond with and what audiences like globally um, are watching films that they can interpret themselves, the meaning behind. Yeah. And I think that's something humanity connects on. And that way, if you don't give your audience too much, if you're not forcing something down their neck, yeah. then they find that they're able to connect with the story More. in their own way. How do you pick the roles that you play as an actress? I mean, you've already explained it's so important to t tell authentic stories yeah. and um, to give a voice to the voiceless. Is that what you look for in a script? Yeah, I... You know, I really like play characters that are very well-rounded. Mm -hmm. um, women that are strong but vulnerable at the same time because you're not one or the other. Yes. You know, you go through, your life's a whole journey and a whole cycle and it's about finding yourself and standing to your truth. Um, so well-written written well-rounded female character is what I'd look for yeah. in a script unfortunately I'm not at the stage in my career with studios where I can do that myself but that is why it's important that I keep making my own work yeah if I want to play fulfilling roles and I've been having this discussion with my director who I'm working with at the minute Josh about um, maybe because he's a male and he's directing it and he's writing it, he's very open-minded and he wants my opinion on it because yeah. I was very, look, you need to make a three-dimensional in, in all situations and that's not always portraying the woman as being kind and caring. Mm -hmm. You've got to show, you know, where they're not so well-behaved or, you yeah. know, where they do react to a harrowing situation from a human perspective like yeah people have an internal conflict always and it's like showing the balance between that and not just showing the good woman yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that's really important as well. And I think people connect so much more with complex villains or even complex victims. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to get it all right. And just because we've done something bad to this person and we're the villain in their story doesn't mean, for example, we've helped this person. People can connect with that so much more because we internally have that battle constantly. And like, am I a good person? Well, if I am, I did this thing that hurt this person. Um, and seeing ourselves on screen, even if, for example, we've not done the same thing that that character has done, we can really sympathize with those emotions. And that's really important. How do you spend time with a character before you play them? Do you find that you kind of create a whole story for them or do you just work with what's on the page? What's that process like for you? So I was very lucky in that my trainings helped me a lot develop my process um, for my character. And I like to, there's like a 12 step mm -hmm. um, kind of a character analysis that you can go through mm -hmm. and that we were taught at Central by an incredible teacher named mm -hmm. Armin Gregory and it basically helps you break down everything possible from the evidence you have in front of you to get the character that's on the page in front of you so mm -hmm. but then still obviously allowing your creative choices so you'll look at things like the punctuation even to mm -hmm you really like investigate deep and you, you look at the punctuation and you say how are they in themselves and what is the writer trying to express through how he's written this character and how is it different from the other character in the scene um what's the history between these two characters and you go through all obviously given circumstances um your objective that's for me, your objective is the most important mm -hmm. thing because from that it then frees you up to allow spontaneity in a scene. Yeah. Um, and then it allows you to also listen better. If you know what your character wants, mm -hmm. then it allows you to be free and playing for how you're going to get that from the other... Because everybody wants something from someone else. That's just yeah. human nature. Yeah. No matter what it is. So just having that strong idea of what your character wants from this person in this moment yeah. allows you to listen and react to them freely in that moment, yeah. which again brings realism and authenticity, um, but then also having it grounded in the facts that you're, you've been handed in the script by the writer. Yeah. And have you ever had moments where, for example, you spent time with a character and you're like, this one line really doesn't feel like them. Well, can you then go to a director and or a writer or mm -hmm. anyone really um, and say, I don't know if this is it or is it more just you're a, almost like a tool for them to tell a story? How do you feel about that? I feel as an actor, you've got a responsibility yeah. to do your job, which is doing your research on yeah. the character, like that is your job. Mm. And coming up with your creative vision and making intelligent, informed choices yeah. about your character by, like from what we were discussing before, developing your own um, method of, of getting in touch with who, who they are. And You'll soon find out if the director doesn't think that that's what that character should be like. Um, 
So I think the more offers you can bring to the table, the better. Yeah. And then it's all about listening and implementing that. And then, for example, if you get a direction that you don't necessarily agree with, then it's yeah. finding the truth in that. Yeah. That's then relatable to the research that you've done on your character. Yeah. So it's just all about using your imagination, being open, being willing, um, and saying yes and never saying no. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really important when there's so much input. I mean, someone writes the character, then someone directs the character and you're acting the character. It is teamwork and we can't be almost selfish with our understanding of a character. I think acting is really, truly collaborative. Mm -hmm. How do you find those relationships in terms of off screen, developing those? Because in my opinion, the stronger those relationships are, the better the on screen work is. Yeah, definitely. And I think this isn't spoken about enough. It's like, Yes, people want people who are serious about their craft. Yes, people want, um, you know, people who are talented and good at what they do. Yeah. But 50% of that is how much do you get on with yeah. people? Like, it's about being human and it's about being real. Like, people love real people. Yeah. And if that means, you know, being honest about your emotions or making mistakes and being humble, people don't like... Yeah. You know, a lot of people try to put on an act to impress other people. And that doesn't gel. Just the yeah. same as you want authenticity on screen, you want it off screen as well in those relationships. Yeah. And at the end of the day, everyone just wants someone that can go to the pub with at the end of a <laughs> hard, long, 14-hour shift. Like, do you know what I mean? Who's yeah. getting the pints in? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Like, you hear the term kind of personality hire especially on TikTok quite a bit because we feed in every person that comes to a project they come with a personality with ideas um with their own way of doing things and so it's really important to have that strong relationship off screen and also you know acting is so much about networking and movie making is so much about networking mm. and you can't necessarily you know stand in front of someone you want to work and be like hey give me 15 seconds I'm going to do a really good scene for you yeah what they're going to do is they're going to see, you know, am I getting along with this person? Don't think they'd be good to work with. Yeah. Do I like what I'm seeing? How do you find the networking aspect of us? Of this is another difficult question because it's yeah. like a double-edged sword. Like for yeah. me, I don't say that I network. Like I never yeah. network. Yeah. Like, but then other people will say I'm really good at networking. Yeah. But that's just because I'll talk to someone because I want to talk to them. Yeah. I don't talk to someone because of who they are or what they can do for me. Yeah. And I think that's how a lot of people trip up. Like people will go to events and they'll make like small talk with people and that actually physically makes me feel sick. Like I <laughs> want to be standing with someone and trying to make a conversation with you and trying to make you like me. You're going to like us or you're not going to like us. You're going to work with us or you're not going to want to work with us. Yeah. And it's about finding for me, finding people who love to create and have got the same passion as you and yeah. I think that'll show more than I'm only talking to you because you directed x y and z or yeah because just because you directed it doesn't mean it's going to put you in it yeah. it's the same with like agents and things like that like yeah it's it's nice to chat to different agents but at the end of the day you're gonna to have to get yourself the job yeah. you're gonna to have to do the hard work like yeah no one's gonna hand it to you just because you know someone yeah. Does that make sense? No, that makes complete sense. Do you ever find you have a feeling when you're creating a movie of, oh, this one's going to go really well? Or would you not step onto a project, for example, if you didn't have that feeling, really? 
Um, right, because I'm such like an A type personality. Yeah. I'm kind of like if I'm producing this. Yeah. I know this is gonna do well because <laughs> I ain't gonna let this not yeah. do well. Yeah. And I think that should always be your intention when you yeah. step on set or when you sign yourself up to do something because. If you're passionate, if you're really passionate about something, and that's why it's good to find those stories that you want to tell. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just making stuff for the sake of it and it's not going to do well. Because it's not going to connect with people. And it's, at the end of the day, like, if you truly are in this for the right reasons, yes, you want your project to do well, but equally you want people to see, like shine a light on storytelling. So yeah. you want to shine a light on stories yeah and bring something different and new to the table and bring different flavors that yeah. you know will benefit everyone yeah do you usually when you're in charge when you're producing go for short films or do you do longer longer films well because i only just started doing um produ like producing yeah. Uh, you've got to kind of cut your teeth with a, with a short film. Yeah. Because if you can't do a short film, can't. how in the hell are you going to do a long <laughs> film? There's no way on it. What's something that you're really excited about, that you were really excited about sharing with the people that you love and other people, really? At the minute, I'm really excited about sharing my first um, film that I directed, which yeah. is called Mail. And we've just finished our final edit of that. Well, fingers crossed, final edit. <laughs> I actually think we have to go back and treat a couple more things. So maybe it's good not final edit. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to, to hear people's opinions on that. Um, that is the film with Juan. Yeah. Um, and about toxic masculinity. And yeah, it's going to be exciting to see people's opinions on that. Yeah. Are you planning on applying for any awards or anything like that? Or are you just going to put it out into the universe and see what happens? No, we're definitely going to go down the festival route. Yeah. I think it's really beneficial um, because it raises awareness of your film. Yeah. But also you get to meet like-minded creatives yeah. and, you know, all the films are usually at a certain standard. Yeah. And they're usually films that people have had to graft a lot for mm. whether it's getting the money or the time or and it's stories that they've wanted to tell that and there's so many talented people and amazing films that because people haven't got money or haven't been born into a, a family with a lot of money or you know they've had to really struggle to get this this work done and completed and it's such a beautiful thing to say and yeah everybody's kind of like sharing and they're on the same same wavelength and there's some really good uncovered talent out there that's yeah. really nice to be in a position to tap into where you can collab if you wanted you know? yeah yeah no definitely and i think it's also such a good way to give recognition people work so hard and especially with movie making i feel like there's such high highs and such low lows how do you learn from the low lows do you reckon? i think it's sitting down and having like the hard conversations with people mm -hmm. and being real with people um, and just saying, look, what worked, what didn't work? Why didn't it work? What can we do better next time if we're going to work together again in the future? Because I think, because I've come from an acting background and then yeah. went into producing and directing, there are people like 
Josh, who I'm going to work with very soon, he studied that, the NFTS. Mm -hmm. And they have a completely different way of approaching things. It's like, when you've come from the production side, they apparently sort of learned from <laughs> sitting down with him and then my other pal who's a DOP. Sitting down with them and saying, right, who do I like to work with? And they kind of try to build a core team that they'll then yeah. forever make projects with or they'll sub people out when they're not available, I think, yeah. is, what, is what they said. Whereas I'll, ju I'll just go, oh, I like your story. Yeah, yeah. let's do that today. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, that looks good. Go on, give me a bit of that over there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Again, I think it's just different. There's not any right or wrong. There's no written way in to say, like, that bad term. Like, it's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and I'm really excited to see some of the stuff you have coming out. Whenever you can share anything, yeah. send it over to me. I'll also share it with my follow. But it's been an absolute awesome. pleasure. Thank you to so much for having awesome. me. It's been so cute. Thank you.